Everyman Podcast. Yeah. Oh, dig it. Let's do it. Dig it. Let's do it. Shout out. It's WrestleMania season. It's WrestleMania week. Rest in peace to the to the Macho Man. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. By the way, that was a that that was a sad one. Uh, yeah, dude. Razor Ramon, yeah. the bad guy. There's a lot of uh, what a hard what a hard way to make a living. The the, the pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, it's a uh, I don't know. It's like being a professional athlete and then driving yourself uh, eight hours from a small town in North Carolina to wherever you're going next. And then right. like, you know, don't get addicted to drugs and alcohol with all those injuries. Don't you do it. 200 don't shows a year. Don't you do it. But, uh, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite times of the year. It's spring. Spring is sprung. We got, we got the daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. We're saving the daylight. Now they want to get rid of it. And they got to make Ugh. up their mind about that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot going on. Getting ready to go out to Texas. Uh, wife and I going out to Dallas this weekend to buy a house and uh, buy one. And while we're there, go to WrestleMania. It, there's a kind of a fascinating duality that really articulates my essence, which is the idea that you know offers on our house are due by 9 p.m. Sunday. We'll be at WrestleMania. I'll probably be crying at some sort of wrestling thing at some point because I'm an emotional. Mess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The duality of being at WrestleMania while selling your house. Very adult thing. Very child thing. It's beautiful to be right there in the middle, right in the cut. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing, Nothing wrong, wrong with, with that. Uh, having some emotions with that. I mean, hey, you're passionate about it. So let it out. Let it flow freely. You got to let it flow. And, you know, mm-hmm. we've talked about this on the pod couple times i've used the analogy of pro wrestling uh mm-hmm. how i think professional wrestling the psychology of pro wrestling i think is maybe a generation ahead of what everyone else is doing and i think that the carny essence of pro wrestling of like hey two people coming together to create a conflict and then play it out and then everybody makes money mm-hmm. at the end of it kind of thing yeah. um yeah. once you understand that method of storytelling and then you you kind of see how the world works. It's hard to not see pro wrestling in everything. And one of the ways where it was so obvious in the last few years has been in politics. And in politics, it's it's basically the WWE now. They got mm-hmm. storylines. They've got bad guys. They've got good guys. They've got oh, here comes the foreign object. Here comes a chair out from underneath. Oh, it's Hunter Biden's laptop. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's that's that's where we are now. And and I kind of look at the world through this weird lens of like everything at some level is a work and a work meaning people are coming together and saying like, look, it's in our best interest. If we all put this together and then, you know, we've got a common goal and then, you know, we, we drum up a little business and then we get the payoff and then the payoff could be, you know, tickets to the event that weekend. It can be WrestleMania. Or it could just be maybe you're selling T-shirts or you're just trying to grab eyes on your product. Mm-hmm. We talked last week on the pod about the award shows, the, the Academy Awards, yeah. all that shit. And we were even saying yeah. then, nobody watches this. Who watches this? Who's this for? It's kind of, let's just say it's, I think it's obscene that we're all supposed to be working our jobs, trying to keep ourselves above water. While these super well 
paid, respected entertainers get together and basically sniff their own farts for 90 minutes, you know, on a telecast. And then Mm -hmm. like, we're supposed to celebrate their celebrating themselves, you know? Yeah. And I think the more weird shit that's happened the last couple of years, I think the, the less palatable it's become to sit there and watch one person who owns a $300 million mansion, give a golden trophy to another person who's got a hundred million dollar mansion. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. it, the whole thing, is in bad taste. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. It's it, it comes off it's just it's just odd. It's odd. Yeah. It's it's it also comes off like so what? Like you guys can all hang out in this room and not wear masks, mm-hmm. but like I'm going about to get on a plane, but I got to wear yeah. a mask on this fucking plane. Right. But you guys are fine and like you know. So we we were talking about how this it's becoming irrelevant. I think the award shows in general a little played out and mm-hmm. you know, there's gotta be some time for changing and, and just no one watches it. You know, who the fuck right. is watching this stuff on television? Right. Right. And, and we were saying like, Oh, they got to try to draw up interest somehow. So obviously, you know, everyone in the world now is talking about Will Smith getting up and slapping Chris Rock. Now, Oh yeah. If for whatever reason, yeah. you're not familiar with this, basically what happened was Chris Rock is up there presenting. Now he, Arguably, the most popular African-American comedian, most successful African-American comedian, besides maybe Dave Chappelle in the last... Yeah. You know, Chappelle's much bigger right now, but Chris yeah. Rock... Like, dude, there yeah. there was a time when Chris Rock HBO specials... Like, I remember the first time... I forget which one it was, but where he had that, like weird metallic shiny suit on and he's just pacing the mm-hmm. stage and he was an animal. Like I, I was crying and wheezing and making weird noises. Like I couldn't breathe. Like I laughed so hard at that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and everybody, yeah. everybody, whether it's his more raw stand up material or like, you know, him from mm-hmm. whatever Will Smith or Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Grown ups. Yeah. Right. He's like, he's become, yeah. everybody hates Chris. Great show. Great sitcom. Right. 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 And then you have, you know, Will Smith, who it's Will Smith. I mean, like we grown up in the Philadelphia area. He's he's an icon here. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, big Willie style, the, all that the, I mean, people also forget there was a period of time where he was like the biggest music star on the planet. Right. Right. And then he became this huge acting star, you know, and and like mm-hmm. at a point mm-hmm. they were like together. Like like when he did yeah. Men in Black, like Going to Miami was like the number one hit song, literally number one on right, Billboard right, Radio. Yeah. It was crazy. The guy's yeah, killing he was charting, it. You know, as an actor, as and as an artist, it was it was ridiculous. And then also one of the first, if he has to be the first rapper turned legitimate actor, and it was like for a oh, while yeah. he could only do like the comedy roles, and then he, for a period of time, then he got into all the serious dramatic roles, mm-hmm. Pursuit of Happiness, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Ali. Holy shit, Ali. Yep. Um, yeah. And then, you know, this King Richard one. Now, let me just throw out as a disclaimer. I couldn't be any less interested in a movie about women's tennis. Now, (laughs) some of my friends will say, Justin, don't you want to see this story of empowerment? Sure. Of course. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Is it, and I say, is it, it could possibly be any better of a story of empowerment and overcoming adversity than the pursuit of happiness. Mm. 
I don't know because yeah. I've, I already, you know what I mean? So like for me, yeah. I've already been down that emotional road with Will Smith. Right. I get it. Then not to mention again, allegedly you read a little bit more about that family and like what the father did to like, he had a whole other family that he like allegedly just left and like never, you know, there's some weird, yeah. there's some really weird shit. And it's like, again, I think everybody needs to get out of this thing where they're self, like where they're either defending or promoting people they don't know. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not going to sit here and defend the, the Serena and Venus group. Same way. I'm not going to like promote Will Smith. Well, I just don't care. It's not, I'm, it's not me. Yeah. They're yeah. basically just entertainers, you know, at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. So Chris Rock, comedian, well-respected comedian, gets up there. He's telling jokes, all right? He says something about Jada Pinkett Smith, about yeah. having a bald head and how she's going to be in G.I. Jane 2, which, by the way, is a fucking 25-year-old, 30-year-old joke. Like, G.I. Jane yeah. with Demi Moore. Find a fucking person under 30 who knows who Demi Moore is, number one, mm-hmm. or knows what G.I. Mm-hmm. Jane is. Like, So, like, yep. no one even gets the joke. The joke yeah. is she's she's got a shaved head. Yeah. Will Smith gets up, literally well, the smacks Let the me, shit. I, I got to stop you right there, which kills me. So he says the joke, and, you know, I've, I've, I've gone back and forth with people about this today. It's, oh, he gets up and he smacks it like, okay. He fucking laughs at the joke before the world breaks and then we're, we're, we're talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. He literally laughs at it before. Like there is a, you if you go back and you watch it, there's a good five to six seconds where they stay on Will and Jada. Right. And he's laughing. Right. And then it seems then, like then, then something happens. Yep. Right. Yeah. This is where I start. Now I'm starting to see the pro wrestling. Yeah. Will Smith gets up. Ha ha ha. Slap. Bam. Then he sits down and then he goes even further. And this is then the, they cut the feed, but then it went, it was still live in Australia and it got out there. Mm-hmm. And Will Smith is like, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And, and the way yeah. he says it, it, it's like if you've ever been over your friend's house when you're a kid and like yeah. your friend's parents start fighting and you're like, yeah. And it's like that weird. <laughs> You know, ooh, <laughs> it's that weird, like, I shouldn't be here for this. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, you're not supposed to be seeing this right now. This should be in private. Right, right. right. And then Chris Rock's reaction, like, he seemed to be in on it with the slap. And then the, then it got weirder. And then Will Smith's tone and reaction changed and everybody got uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. then they just, and then the way Chris Rock reacted to it was, was strange. So I'm looking at this and I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I was kind of like, is he reacting this way because this is supposed to be a part of it? Or is he reacting this way because the left side of his face is still numb from being fucking smacked into well, oblivion? Like, here's the other thing. I mean, Will Smith's a, a large fella. He's athletic yeah. as shit. He's probably mm-hmm. pretty strong. You right. can you can knock people out with a slap. You can break somebody's jaw yeah. with a slap. You Worse, you could break somebody's eardrum with a slap. And mm-hmm. have permanent lifelong issues with balance. It looked like Chris Rock looked like he's he's clinching his jaw, his neck, his chin is tucked. He takes a slap. Now I've again, I'm such a pro wrestling person. That's what they do when they have those scenes. Like, and you can tell when there's a part where someone's about to, like Stephanie McMahon is about to slap Triple H. 
like there's a certain way you do it so you don't get knocked out or hurt. And it mm-hmm. seemed like that's what they were doing. But then things got weird. Now, if that's a if that's a work, like if this is just something to drum up excitement and have people talking about it, kudos. However, you all look like fools. Yeah. If this wasn't, like if that really was a, a legitimate reaction, it's disgusting, it's obscene, it's offensive, and it's honestly embarrassing. It's embarrassing to anybody. We just went and saw the Batman, and we mm-hmm. chose to spend our hard-earned dollars in exchange for entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's it's embarrassing for for that. Like you are yeah. not these people are not public. They they do nothing other than to, to entertain us. And if anyone has mm-hmm. chosen to elevate them to whatever platform that they have, that's your fucking fault. So if like mm-hmm. Will Smith was your hero, that's on you, baby. Same thing like Charles Barkley. Like, I'm not a role model and professional athlete. It gets muddy at a certain point when you get too popular. Mm-hmm. You there is a yeah. there is a sense of you know. Now, this is where, like, I, I did some more reading, and everybody's getting their, their two cents in. Now, mm-hmm. I don't care. They'll, if they want to come after the Everyman podcast, let them come. Scientology. Now, Scientology is one of those things where it's just going on in front of everyone's faces. Mm-hmm. They've done a brilliant legal campaign to classify themselves as a religion. So they hide behind religious exemptions. They hide behind the fact that you're uh, being bigoted if you criticize their religious beliefs as if it's equivalent to Judaism or Christianity or mm-hmm. any, any you pick, you pick the religion. They, they, they think that they're on, on par with that. And, you know, it's known that Hollywood is basically run by Scientology. And like the king of it is Tom Cruise, you know John Travolta was for years. Yeah, spokes, spokespersons. I mean, I mean, when you start going into the science, have you ever like gone down that rabbit yeah. hole? So like yeah. they have all these classes and tiers, and really what it starts out as, and and you can watch the Going Clear documentary on HBO. It's like four hours long. It tells you all about it. Leo Remini has a great show about it. Um, they take you through these courses, and it, the idea is to achieve oneness and like self fulfillment and on on at the early stages that sounds good and it's like being able to control your emotions dealing with trauma from your past how to how to channel that into positivity there's a lot of self-help mechanisms within Scientology and Dianetics and then things start to get weird and <laughs> things start to get weird at the higher level that you that you go. Now, I'm not, I, what do I know? I'm just Brother Jay. What I can tell you is, if you look it up, Will and Jada donated a million dollars for a, they paid for a, a, a youth camp, a Scientology youth camp, okay? Mm-hmm. They are both big time, big money Scientology players. Mm-hmm. Do you remember last spring, during the Mission Impossible filming, it leaked out there was a recording of Tom Cruise flipping the fuck out 
at the at the cast and crew about wearing masks and like mm-hmm. you're like the he was saying things like the entire industry is riding on our backs and our ability to get a fucking movie done without anybody getting COVID. And like, if you take your mask down over your face, like you're, you're spitting in everyone's eye. Like you're, you're, you're taking away this guy's livelihood. And if we have to stop production because one camera guy gets COVID, it's taking money off of his food off of his table. Like he was vehemently bashing these people who are all, you know, making what fucking maybe $40,000 a year as a lighting grip or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a there's a journalist who you can look it up. The guy's name is Max Burns. He's on Twitter. He's verified, big time DC reporter, like mainstream credentialed reporter. He's also covered Scientology for years, and he had this Twitter thread today where he's talking about like, yeah, if you watch that and you you know about Scientology, you'll understand they actually have a there's a course as you get up the higher level where if if you're a Scientologist, you are required. It is a requirement to publicly acknowledge and shame when someone's done you wrong. So if and and it's it's so that you are expressing the the KSW vow of Scientology to pro, to project it forward, and then. And then they'll make an apology because the apology, if you read his apology that he put out, that's not for like, that's for us. That's for the uninitiated because like they think that, and by the way, they also think that they can't get, they can't get sicknesses of men. So like mm. they're, they're so, this is why you have to talk about their shit and expose it so that people talk about it and go, wait a minute, what are you saying? I'm telling you that, all of these people who – there's very few that are not in it, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to tell the ones that aren't because they're the only ones that have said anything weird about it. Right. The ones that are in it are required to back up Will Smith's expression of rage. Because it's, it's, it's called the, the – they have a scale of force. I think the exact term is – Wow. They teach you to they teach you to use physical shouting intense personality intimidation to fulfill the KSW ideology, which is keep Scientology moving. Mm. And they have this what what is it called? Tom Cruise does this exact thing, although he uses verbal abuse in public instead of actually hitting a non-Scientologist. It's called using the tone scale to promote compliance, and it is a foundational part of Scientology, the tone scale. So Mm. if someone wrongs you in public, you need to equivalently wrong them back as a way of showing that you're not going to stand for it. And then you get up there, and then you make this half-assed apology. Now... Once you understand this, and again, I encourage everybody, just go read up on that for yourself. Find the Twitter thread, the Max Burns. You can read his thing. Go read his credentials. Then go check out Going Clear. It's a great book, great movie. Check out Leah Remini's thing. And then just start Googling, like, who's in Scientology. And then you just start making this little list. And you see it. And you're like, what the fuck? Am I the only person who's not? Mm -hmm. Am I the only person who doesn't think that there's aliens recumbent aliens 
in, in a cryogenic slumber state in volcanoes that are 20,000 years old that are waiting for Xenu to come back and resurrect them and take them to another dimension where everyone has a planet because that's what it's about. And all of you, all of these people that I know and love that are wrapping themselves up into these mechanisms of control willingly, it, it freaks me out. It's concerning because it's like, and then dude, he gets up there. And again, here's another thing you want to go down the wormhole on. He's doing the, 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 the secret. He's doing the Scientology Freemason hand gesture with his coat jacket pocket. That's visible and everything else. Like then you start seeing LeBron do these kind of things and he's involved in all these things. And then you just start thinking like, wait a minute. If everybody's like toeing the line and like you want to get something done, how easy would it be to just have, I don't know, leverage or blackmail on everyone in Hollywood and entertainment that's on the West Coast, essentially, and just make them carry the, the water for you? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's, there's two situations here. One either is the most short-sighted, stupid pro-wrestling attempt to gain attention ever, mm-hmm. or two... I should say there's three theories. Two, Will Smith had a mental breakdown. I doubt that. Or three, these people are not like us, and they're playing their own fucking game, and then we all get to pay for the privilege of it and then not really know what's going on. Right. It's it's weird because, and again, you, you know, I'm an, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an avid believer of the G.O.D., man. I believe it a the big man upstairs all day, every day. That's just, that's just how it is. So Scientology, KSW, all that stuff. I'm just like, Hey, you know, do a flip, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, exactly. Like, you do you, but they're <laughs> you getting, I mean? like, they're, they're getting us involved in their little mm-hmm, mm-hmm. theatrical. And it's weird because like he makes the apology on stage. He's kind of, and then it's not even like a real apology though. That's it's what like I mean. a, Richard Williams was a, what did he say? Not violent. I think he actually did say violent. I think he said Richard Williams was a violent protector of his family, which right after you smack the shit out of somebody, I, I get the, 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 the inference there. But then right after that, Denzel Washington says something to him, you know, and like kind of coaxes him while he's on the side, you know, says something. And then he stops and he goes, Thanks, D. And then he's like, yeah, Denzel, Denzel Washington just told me, like, you know, hey, the devil comes from you when you're at your highest point. And I'm just like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, what and, are we and, doing? <laughs> and these are the people, okay, that you're su- allegedly supposed to follow. Like, that these are the people that you're supposed to model your life after. And to then have... Another person who I have respect for their work. I don't know these people, obviously. But Denzel Washington, who's regarded as like a... He seems like a thoughtful dude. Anytime I've heard Mm -hmm. him talk... He's had some very... He takes some heat for some of the things he says about... You know, culture in America. Like, he doesn't always... Sometimes he has a different opinion than what the Mm -hmm. mainstream thing is. So I kind of... I respect his willingness to put that out there. But to have him basically... 
can and they were console Will Smith and they have Tyler Perry who again mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Tyler Perry but when I know what I know and the things I've read about Tyler, I want to know what they have on him that they were able to make him play Medea for 15 years because uh, I don't know why anybody I mean those movies did make a fucking boatload of money there. oh yeah um, oh yeah and that's 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 even before they were like mainstream in the theater. Like we're talking about, you know, like stage plays. Yeah, but just selling out like everywhere. Everybody like, loves Medea. I get yeah. it. It's almost Is he like a billion dollar man. Oh, he's he's, he's got to be. He's got to be. Yeah. But well, it's interesting. His thing was they wouldn't let him into like real Holly real Hollywood, quote unquote, because he was making mm-hmm. all the Medea movies in Atlanta, like with his yeah. own people. And that's yep. and so then he had to kind of start doing these little tiny roles in non Medea films for him to start getting like mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, because he was like out of the system and now he's very much yep. in it. And next thing you know, yep. he's on the side of the stage, you know. So it's almost like they co signed on his behavior. And it's like mm-hmm. here's the other thing. Uh that's assault, brother. To 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 quote uh, <laughs> Billy Madison, he's like, "I dare you to touch her boobs." He's like, "That's assault, brother." Like, yeah, you can't just go slap people. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a violent crime. And it's like, if The Rock, if Mr. Dwayne Johnson was up there, would you have done the same thing, or did you do this oh, because every, everybody everybody said every year, man, this you know, this a- or like, or or I don't know, Chris Hemsworth, or like any like, did you did you target did you do that because you thought Chris Rock would take it? And then on top of that, if that's, if that's a legitimate thing, you're essentially like, what is Chris Rock supposed to do in that situation? Fight you on stage in a tuxedo. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, what was he supposed to do? I have the utmost respect for Chris Rock. I have the utmost respect for him. Again, like I said, I've, I've gone back and forth with people today. I was like, listen, Man to man, I would tear his ass, move out the frame if he did some shit like that to me. Now, mind you, and and we just you just spoke on it. In that instance, in that environment, the nature of why everyone is there, the level of class that Chris Rock showed yes. in not retaliating, quite literally still having the sting still on his face, had probably right after right afterwards a couple of errant displays of vocal expression just because he was still trying to take it take it you know get himself contained and then he finished like a pro like that's my head my head goes kudos to him because brother jay i know you i know me listen Respect is a thing that is unbelievably important. But if you do some bodily harm to my person, please believe I am not letting you walk back the same way you came up. It is you will get rearranged. And and dude, <laughs> this this whole incident has been illuminating for the you know how I talk about trying to apply my logic consistently? Like, mm-hmm. okay, let's try and apply that here. Violence is never the option, except when it's defending 
a woman with a medical condition, mm. but also unacceptable because it's a public display. Like if that he, it's almost like he took, like he, he was such a, I'm trying to choose my words carefully here to not offend anyone. It is a cowardly display to, you know, he's up there doing a job. You're going to go up there knowing everyone knows you're fucking Will Smith and you can do pretty much whatever you want. You're going to get up there. You're going to slap him in the face and you're going to sit down because you know, he can't do anything back to you and nobody's going to react. Like, I would love to see how that plays out again in a nightclub, in the street, in the gym, anywhere. Okay. I don't think it plays out the same. And then, and then when these people are saying, oh, he's a hero for defending his wife. Well, okay. You ever see Con Air? That movie was about a guy defending his wife. He fuck. If mm-hmm. I fucking defended my wife and slapped someone in the face, what do you, where do you think I'd be right now? I'd be in fucking jail, mm-hmm. brother. You know what I mean? Right. So like right. th- there's, and this again, it, it, it all succinctly rolls up into the things we're having problems with. Like, Oh, just go over to the Ukraine and fight their war for them. Well, well, no, you're a foreign, non. You're an enemy combatant who's not uh, covered by the Geneva Convention. If they catch you, they're going to rape you and kill you. They're not going to yeah. put you in a camp and then send you home to your fucking yeah. parents' basement. Like, yeah. they, oh, just do this. Oh, just hit him. Oh, just punch a Nazi. No. There's consequences because in the real world, when you hit someone, they fucking hit you back. They don't just, they don't just, oh, everything's fine. So like you have people who know nothing, okay, praising the behavior of people who have no moral compass and then they amplify it like that's the fucking, that's the line, that that is the the line of approach. Like, I'm sorry, again, coming out of the the former president about, oh, all this, oh, we got to get back to being civil and this and that. These are the same people who said that for four fucking years are now Mm -hmm. saying, oh, my God, Will, thank you, Big Willie stuff. So I'll tell you what, work, out uh, mental breakdown or Scientology, uh, what do you want to call it? Scientology rules. Yeah. I'm disgusted by all three. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I've lost respect yeah. for Will Smith. And that's a guy's like, I don't want to lose respect for you. I thought you were like a decent dude, but like, dude, turns out yeah. you're a fucking lunatic. Just like, yeah. just like Tom Cruise, just like John Travolta. And you guys are all tucked into this weird thing. And like somehow the faith that you and I share, okay. Yeah. Is allowed to be openly mocked degraded, uh, completely weaponized, all right, in culture and yeah. in, the, in the media, that's acceptable. But, like, God yeah. forbid you call out the fact that Tom Cruise thinks that there's a space alien hiding in a volcano who's going to come back to Earth and transport him to another dimension. Like, that's okay. Right. <laughs> but me, me believing Dude. that Jesus died to absolve my sins, that's a fucking problem, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you one other thing that's a problem, and 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 it has everything to do with that whole slap and why it's it's my in my opinion gross. And Scientology, withstanding, if within that 
set of belief, you are to reciprocate at least the tone, you know, a tangential tone that, you know, I guess, I don't know, suffices for whatever that KSW shit is. Sorry, excuse me, stuff, tone. I mean, wouldn't it be classier to walk on the stage, throw your hand in the small of Chris Rock's back, give him a hug, right? And then vocally say, hey, you know what? I really didn't appreciate that. My wife's going through something. Come on, let's be better, right? You get the respect, you get the class, and then I and then me and you were sitting here like, you know what? Hey, fuck you. I get it. Then I can see that's you standing up saying, hey, this is you, you, you're clearly, you were clearly affected by that because of what your wife has gone through and everything. But when you take it upon yourself to get up, do bodily harm to another human being, walk back to your seat and then verbally berate this human being who's trying to professionally <laughs> stay contained yeah. at an event that you win a fucking award right. for. That it's all about you. And you probably know, right. like you're up in the fucking front seat. You know, you probably have a 99% certainty that you're going to win the award tonight based off of your seating. Right. There, Like there's, there's no, there's no place on God's green earth where in my mind that's acceptable. No. There's nowhere on this earth to where if you came up, let's just put it to what, what if, if, it, if this is a different venue, this is the Walter Payton man of the year award for NFL football. It's a, it's a premier event. If something like that were to happen, I guarantee you he's getting tossed out the window. Well, like how about nobody's business? Just, let's just, let's explore that idea for a second here. Yeah. Let's say Marshawn Lynch, okay, oh. gets up and slaps, I don't know, Matt Ryan across the face while he's accepting an award. Prison. Jail. Yeah. Immediate jail. And then yeah. the, the discourse, you know the words they'd be using to describe that behavior. Oh, absolutely. Would not be... They would Absolutely. all be extremely heavy on the racial undertones, and mm -hmm. it would all be about how Marshawn Lynch's background in a gang environment has followed him, and he's nothing but a thug. Mm -hmm. Like, you can see it now. Stephen A. Smith mm -hmm. would be calling him a thug and throwing him under the bus. You know what I mean? Like, everyone. Yep. It would be completely unacceptable, Yep. and it would it would absolutely... It would, it would probably end, you know, whatever career you have going at that point. So, like, yeah. it's just, I see these things and I wonder, like, how intentional could it possibly, there's no way everybody's getting the memo and we're not and we just see it happen. It's like, oh, look, there right. they go again. They're so, they're so right. clever and crafty. Right. It's like, are they just, are they trying to appease their overlords? I don't know quite what it is. But, you know, if you look into the Scientology aspect of it, it's essentially, you know, he's obligated to right that wrong in that moment because, one, everybody's watching, and two, the room's full of fucking Scientologists. And, like, their mm -hmm. whole thing is, like, ratting each other out. So, like, 
if you if you so say like you're in a family and everyone's a Scientologist and then like your mom leaves the the church. She becomes a I forget they have a term for it, but it's like being excommunicated and they're like mm-hmm. a harmful person and you can't speak to them, you can't be seen with them, you have to literally off off the grid. All right. Yeah, that's some John so like, excommunicado. Like, right, right. Yes. <laughs> Where's my token? Parabellum. Token yeah. <laughs> I declare parabellum. Yeah. So like he had to do it, you know? Jeez. And I just I, it's like so does this mean like uh, next time I'm at a comedy show, a guy says something I don't like, or he like makes a joke about my wife, I can just get up there, slap the shit out of him, and then sit back yeah. down and just you have to you have to establish tone, Justin. I've got to reciprocate you have the to tone. Establish tone, yes. Or like you're a funny dude, get up there and say his fucking he's got a tiny dick or something. Like just do anything. Yeah. You could have done like anything. He Anything short down. of man, hit. great, great tone, Will. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Like, and then, dude, and I think the most bizarre thing of all is how everybody just sat there and was like, hmm, "Okay." Like Chris Watt, like face is stung. He's just like, uh, "Yeah." So Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me, and um, okay, and we're gonna receive a documentary. I mean, an award. <laughs> like yeah, he's probably seeing stars at that point, bro. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. But it, I'll tell you what, it opened up a can of worms, and um, you know, I love to go down the rabbit hole, and I encourage everybody to. It's not a rabbit hole, brother Jay. It's it's it's, it's research, bro. I'm here. I'm here at NFL Films. I do it for every production I'm on. It's research. You just you're literally just going through the vat of information that's available to everyone. And if you, and the, the, the troubling part is you get to a certain point where you're like, am I reading this right? Here's the thing. People always consider like rabbit hole when they say rabbit hole, like it's that crazy place right. that like, people oh, go yeah. where like they're just coming up with their own conjectures. No, it's called research and all of this information is available to each one of you, all of our every men and every woman. So, hey, we're not create. This isn't this isn't our own right. This isn't ideation. like my theory about Scientology. We, this didn't, is like, we didn't like you know we don't have manuscripts that we've written ourselves that we're like. Right, I'm not. You know, I'm not like showing you my fucking. What do they call it when uh, when somebody does something crazy and they leave? Oh, manifesto. I'd, someday I'd like to. Oh, yeah, someday this, I'd. This isn't, I, this isn't our manifesto. Yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to write a. Maybe that's what I'll do with the house here. Is I'll leave them a. A, like a copy of a manifesto hidden in the house somewhere that they'll find yeah. like in a crawl space 20 years from now. But mm-hmm. I, I just want to say this about, you know, the whole situation. There's no shortage of people trying to tell you who to look up to, you know, there's influence. And in, like you said, the, the devil at your highest, like the irony of, of invoking the word of the Lord uh, and the Holy Bible between a couple of Scientologists is like, again, is highly offensive to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Be careful who you look at as someone who's got it together. Mm -hmm. You know, because the reality is none of us have it together. I I don't have it together. Daryl doesn't have it all together. We, we're not the people you should be looking towards. You know, there is a person you should look towards. We all know who that is. Daryl yeah. and I know who that is, and you can find all about them, you know, in a variety of different ways. 
that's a whole other podcast. Right. You don't need to sign off on behavior just because fucking Will Smith or Whoopi Goldberg or whoever the fuck said it's acceptable. The shit yeah. is trash. Don't support it with your dollars. If you if you're like us, you don't like. You know what? The, 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 save your fucking ten bucks and, and watch something else. Watch WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know what? Do watch Seinfeld. Go watch anything else other than to give these yep. people your your money because it's not even the money that's the issue. It's your time and attention. Your time and your attention and your focus is worth more than the ten dollars a month you pay for Netflix or the twenty dollars you're going to spend to go see the next Will Smith movie. That's what you have. That's your currency. Use it wisely. And I also encourage you to read about Scientology because it's fucking a tr- it's a wild trip. And then, like, uh, this is one of those things where I I applaud them. They've they've used the law so well, and they sue everybody. You know, brilliant, brilliant plan. I respect it. I'm I'm also disgusted by it. Which is an interesting position to be in. Um, Yeah, this whole thing and the response to it's been confusing, to say the least. Yeah, I agree. And then it's like at first, I didn't even want to talk about it, but then like someone has to fucking, somebody has to say something other than, yeah, good job, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That was bad. Yeah, I'm totally. You shouldn't. I am totally taken aback. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do I that. I don't like his actions. So, you know, like I said, in in a week of pro wrestling at its finest, you know, pro wrestling finds its way into into Hollywood, and, and maybe who knows? Next year, maybe there'll be a, a steel cage match, you know, and winner takes all awards. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, shout out. Mark Mangini, cousin of the one and only Mike Mangini, he won an Academy mm-hmm. Award for sound design for hey. uh, for Dune. So big props to the uh, Mangini nice. family for bringing yeah, home another bro. award. And uh, I'll tell you what, bro, it's only we're we're just getting started here. Big weekend for me coming up. Dallas trip. Hopefully, we're gonna find yeah, a house. Dude. Going to WrestleMania. I'm sure there'll be some interesting stories to tell next week here on the Everyman Podcast. And uh, have a great day. Do, do, do something. Do something positive with your time. Yeah, you know? man. Get out. Yeah. Enjoy this weather. Don't smack anybody. Don't smack anybody. Unless yeah. they deserve it. <laughs> give them a hug. Just, just, just give, just give them a hug. Establish some uh, friendly tones out there, people. Yeah, we. Every man podcast responds always with love. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be smart. Be happy. Be healthy. We love you. We'll see you next week. Later.